everyone. Welcome to the show. So D.C. Police Lieutenant Shane Lamond was arrested this morning and charged with crimes related to the Proud Boys. This has been in the works for a while. Lamond was indicted by a grand jury on one count of obstruction of justice and three counts of making false statements to federal officers. Um, Officer Lamond is someone I've mentioned before. You guys probably remember this name, but he was the supervisor of the intelligence branch of the Metropolitan Police Department's Homeland Security Bureau. And he had an overly friendly relationship with Proud Boys chairman Enrique Tarrio. Lamont claimed that he was just trying to keep them in his sights. He was trying to win Tarrio's trust. But investigators found that between July of 2019 and January of 2021, so about a year and a half, Lamont and Tarrio communicated at least 500 times, and they were communicating through messages or phone calls. But then at some point, they started to communicate on the Telegram app, which is an encrypted messaging app. That is highly suspicious, right? I mean, if this is all on the up and up and you're doing this for your job, why are you trying to keep your messages encrypted and hidden? And the investigators say that just between December 18th of 2020 and June 4th of 2021, the two of them exchanged approximately 145 messages on Telegram. Just in like a three-week period. And they say at least 101 of them were destroyed because on the Telegram app, you have the option for this auto-delete function. And so after whatever time you set, like five seconds after a, a message is read, 10 seconds, whatever you choose, that message will be deleted automatically. So the investigators had to piece things together based on the messages that they could find and then with other people's messages that didn't delete. What they were able to recover was very damning. They found that Lamont was providing confidential information to Tario about investigations, and he admitted to being sympathetic to their group. On November 7th of 2020, this is right after the presidential race was called for Joe Biden, Lamont messaged Tario and he said, quote, hey, brother, sad, sad news today. You planning anything? So later that same day, Lamont messaged Tario again and he warned him, quote, need to switch to encrypted. Alerts are being sent out to L.E. that accounts belonging to your people are talking about mobilizing and taking back the country, getting people spun up, just giving you a heads up. So L.E. means law enforcement. So he's telling him. My law enforcement buddies are getting worried about your group. You guys need to go underground. You guys need to keep this stuff on the down low and go to encrypted messages. Unfreaking real. He also provided Tario with information about an investigation into him, into his burning of a Black Lives Matter banner. So you guys might remember um, this was in December, December 12th of 2020. There was a pro-Trump rally in D.C., and then following that rally, the, the Proud Boys went to a black church and they tore down a BLM banner that they had up on the side of the church and they burned it. So after the police received an anonymous tip that Tario was responsible, Lamont sends Tario an encrypted message and he said in part, quote, 
I will check with our criminal investigation division people if they have you on video. Then he admitted to running interference for Tario. He messaged him the following day and he said, quote, I've been talking to CID about it. They wanted to know what I know about your group and if I think you all are racist. I told them you are made up of a lot of Latinos and Blacks, so not a racist thing. If anything, I said it's political. But then I drew attention to the Trump and American flags that were taken by Antifa and set on fire. I said all those would have to be classified as hate crimes, too. <laughs> really? Really? How is burning a Trump flag or an American flag, which has been adjudicated, by the way, by the Supreme Court, and it was found to be constitutionally sound, but, you know, part of our First Amendment rights. But how is that a hate crime? I mean, unless he's saying orange people are considered to be a protected minority group. No, that may be right. Then maybe Trump and the Oompa Loompas, I guess. <laughs> but this guy is Dumber than dirt. Seriously, no wonder he's sympathetic to MAGA. Um, so anyway, Tario totally proved himself also in, in all of this to be a complete paper tiger. After Lamond assured him, you're not going to get in trouble for this, the whole banner thing. You know, they have no video of you committing this crime. Tario messaged other proud bigots and he said, quote, I just got word we're in the clear on the banner. Then he goes on parlor and he spews out all of this tough guy talk about how, you know, oh, I did this because I hate communism and Marxism, as if he knows what those words mean. I would love for him, without looking it up first, to tell me what those words mean. And so, like I said, he's blathering on about how he loves America. And then he said, quote, Come get me if you feel like what I did was wrong. We'll let the public decide. So, yeah, he's really tough when he thinks he's in the clear. That changed, though, because on Christmas Day of 2020, Lamont messaged Tario and he warned him, quote, CID had me ID you from a photo, so they may be submitting an arrest warrant. So this is, keep in mind, because you're going to need this for later, after Tario admitted online that, yes, I did it. This is me. I'm so tough. Come pick me up. Come arrest me. Okay. So then on December 30th, Lamont called Tario. They spoke for 14 minutes. And then immediately after that call, Tario called for a, quote, emergency voice chat with the leaders of his organization. And then Lamont later communicated with someone in the Capitol Police Department, and he said that he convinced the investigators to reduce the charges against Tario. Evidently, they were planning to hit him with a hate crime because it's a BLM flag or BLM banner. Well, Lamont claimed that he talked them into reducing it down to a misdemeanor charge for just destruction of property. And then on January 4th, this Tario was traveling to D.C., Lamont messaged him and he gave him advance warning of his arrest warrant. And then to make matters worse, Lamont never told the investigators that Tario admitted to him to burning the banner. 
So that was this is all before the Capitol attack. All of this took place before. Following the Capitol attack on January 6th, Lamon messaged Tario and he said, among other things, quote, I can't say it officially, but personally, I support you all and don't want to see your group's name or reputation drag through the mud. I mean, we all saw this, right? We've all seen the videos from the BLM protests where they were clearly taking the proud bigot side. It clearly gave them a pass on so much of what they did, their violence, their rhetoric, their hate. It's sick. So then Lamont flat out lied to investigators, um, you know, because eventually they went and they they talked to him when all of this started coming out and it was revealed that he was communicating with Tario. So when he was asked if Tario ever tried to, quote, fish for information about what law enforcement was planning, he said no. Lamont said, oh, no, never. I mean, it was always just us having casual conversations, really, about what they were planning and different rallies, blah, blah, blah. And then he was asked how he communicated with Tario, and he just tap danced. He said, quote, either by phone or I'm trying to think, never by email. I can't remember. I think sometimes it was by text, too. I don't remember. And then the investigator asked, hey, did you ever communicate via any encrypted messaging apps? And Lamont tried to totally downplay that whole aspect. He said, quote, I think Telegram maybe. So the prosecutor says that Lamont and Tario were almost exclusively using Telegram as of November 2020. So after the election, up through the Capitol attack, they almost exclusively communicated on encrypted apps. That's not suspicious at all, is it? Um, and then Lamont lied about the BLM banner issue. He claimed that he was trying to find out if Tario was responsible without tipping him off. I mean, Tario flat out told him. And then Lamont also falsely claimed that after Tario admitted to burning the flag on social media, they didn't have any discussions about it. They didn't talk about it. I, I told you guys, as I mentioned, you know, he knew. He knew that Tario was the one who did it. Tario told him, yeah, I did it. Wh what do you think is going to happen to me? And, you know, and he's telling him, oh, I'll look into it. I'll see if they have any any photos or any video of you. They had numerous conversations about it after Tario posted online. And Lamont never reported any of that. Lamont also lied about Tario's arrest warrant. Remember, I said he gave him advance warning, but Lamont told the investigators, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that Tario wasn't supposed to know about this arrest warrant in advance. I, I know that the authorities didn't want him to know. And then he said to the investigators, I know that I didn't, you know, inform him that he had an arrest warrant. Lamont also failed to share with investigators the fact that Tario confirmed that he had at least one associate at the Capitol on January 6th. So Lamont is screwed. So much of this is in writing. I mean, he is just in trouble. He is going to be going before a D.C. jury also. 
a DC jury that experienced firsthand all of the violence and the destruction by the Proud Boys, you know, that's if he doesn't take a plea deal. He would be smart to take a plea deal because these charges come with some very steep penalties. So, for instance, the obstruction of justice charge, the one that they're using is not the one that they're using with the January 6th defendants. The one they're using is a D.C. violation. It's code 22-722. So it, that comes with a minimum sentence, a floor of three years. That's the least that he will do on that crime up to a maximum of 30 years. And then each of the false statement charges come with a maximum of five years. Um, now, the code states that if the offense involves international or domestic terrorism, it could be up to eight years for each of those false statements. And considering that the Proud Boys were just convicted of seditious conspiracy, you know, I mean, they might be able to make that argument for that enhancement. So we'll see. I will definitely stay on this case, guys. I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can or become a monthly supporter to help keep the show going. It really helps. So love you guys. Talk with you soon. Mm -hmm.